0: Hello everybody, and welcome back to The Tea with Crema. My name is Chris, I'll be one of your hosts today, and I'm joined by my best friend, Emma.
1: Ohayou gozaimasu!
0: Look at that, she out here learning Japanese, y'all. I'm just saying, it only took two and a half years, but she learning.
1: She out here, just trying her best.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But for today's episode, we are reviewing the holidays, but like Crema style. So, we're really just going to be looking at other people's really funny holiday shenanigans and figuring out who is really at fault here. You might recall our earlier episode, and it was titled, Am I the A-Hole? But in honor of the holidays coming up, we're going to call this episode, Am I the Grinch?
1: Good one.
0: (laughs) You know, it's just, it works. It is all in theme. So, all of our scenarios will be holiday-themed but before we begin, Emma, what tea did you bring today?
1: Today I'm drinking a honey vanilla chamomile by Celestial what is it called? Celestial Seasonings. Also, if you guys are not following Celestial Seasonings on Instagram right now, I'm just gonna like free plug them. They have the cutest Instagram, but now I'm also wondering if it's a parody account because it's so cute. But it's from have you ever do you know the celestial seasonings? Like the boxes? hmm You know how it has the bear on it? Yes. It's all like from the bear's point of view, (laughs) but it's like, it's really cute. It's like really wholesome. So yeah, I'm drinking that today. What are you drinking today, Chris?
0: Today, I have a sigh of relief by Sips by Wellbeing, and it is a rooibos ginger stinging nettle. Lemongrass, turmeric peppermint, cinnamon and citrus orange peels so you know just all of the things that you think of when you think relaxation when you're thinking of aromatherapy, just all of those nice things it's a nice caffeine free cup of tea and you know it's just one of those ways to wind down on the weekend and you're not trying to get hype you're just trying to be chill. I love that so it's been very very nice. I've enjoyed it so far sips by it's really out here developing teas now I'm just saying
1: they out here so let's get into it we are going to be playing am i the grinch a.i.t.g all of them holiday related because we know that the holidays bring out both the wonderful and the messy and there's nothing chris and i love more than messy in other people's lives
0: because <laughs> <laughs> some of these scenarios were truly wild i could not imagine someone pulling somebody's fence at a function
1: So. I'm going to start with a potentially easy one. Am I the Grinch for not giving up my Christmas annual leave so my coworkers can spend some time with her kids? Okay. I, 25 female, started a a new job and have just passed my probation period. And now my bosses are sorting out my annual leave with me. This boss said there's one gap left for annual leave on Christmas and they've been saving it for me. According to him, any new employees, once they've passed the probation mark, will get the first Christmas off. Here's the thing. I don't care if I work Christmas or not, and I'll be on my own this Christmas because I don't celebrate it. Two days later, I had a colleague come up to me, and she was talking about annual leave and asked if I would consider switching annual leave with her, and my response was no. She then started going on about how she has kids and what I would be doing this Christmas, and I just said no. She seemed moody and walked away. Later that night, I got home, and my nephew video chatted me from his mom's phone. When she got the phone, we caught up. Here's the thing though. Before my sister gave birth to her son, this happened and, w- and was in complete agreement with me in a previous workplace. I brought this up with my sister. My sister said I'm a bit selfish and as I'm child free and she has kids, the co-worker has kids, she's working and I'm not, which means that she won't be able to see her kids for long on Christmas day. She also brought up the fact that I'm not bothering to come up and see my family this Christmas and will be spending three days phone free so I won't be communicating with anyone. And then there was like a update slash edit she says i'm not sure if it's relevant but i've chosen to have a child-free life so am i the grinch for not giving up my annual leave to a mom with kids when i'm going to be off and she's going to be working even though i don't care if i work or don't work
0: i mean i feel like she set herself up for this when she said i don't care if i work or don't yes so it's just kind of like one of those like do you have a moral obligation to give your trade your leave with this lady so she can have the holidays with her children? No, but like, if it doesn't bother you one way or the other, you ain't got no skin in the game. You're not going to go visit your family, like child free life or not. I just like, what, like, what? Why are you not?
1: That's what I, like, when I first read this, I was like, if this person had left out that sentence of, like, I don't care if I work it or not, like, I feel like it would have changed the story completely, right? Because at the end, she does mention, you know, I'm planning to go phone, like, phone free, I'm not seeing my family, maybe Christmas is a stressful time for her, whatever, like, she's not communicating with anyone. Like, okay, then yeah, she wants to, like, protect her peace, protect her time, whatever. But then she says... I don't care if I will be working or not. Then girl, work.
0: (laughs) Just someone asked you, like, what if it's not inconveniency? Like, I just don't understand. But, you know, again, in this particular case, would I call her the a-hole? Maybe not. Is she the Grinch? Yes. (laughs) For sure. (laughs) She's definitely the Grinch.
1: A little bit of Scrooge in there. (laughs)
0: <laughs> like, because why? Literally, there's no reason at all to be like this to someone else. Like, there's just, oh my gosh. Mm. Well,
1: yes, you are the Grinch. Anyway, all of Reddit also agrees. Your turn. I'm
0: glad. <laughs> well, mine is also very similar. Oh, okay. About taking leave for the holidays. So, that's a good sign. At my workplace, we usually bribe each other to trade shifts. Usually it's like a good bottle of wine, a gift certificate for a restaurant, or sometimes it's just cash. We keep it on the down low and it works. We do IT services for financial companies, so Thanksgiving weekend is sort of important. One of my coworkers does not like to pay to trade shifts, but they've done it before. They always complain about how it's not fair that people like me who are unmarried and have no kids get holidays like Thanksgiving and Christmas off. Sorry, ma'am, but even though I don't have kids, I am one. Maybe my parents want to see me too. My parents are actually going to Bermuda this year because that's where my sister is and she just had a baby. I'd love to go, but I don't have enough vacation time to make it worthwhile. Instead, I have plans with friends. They aren't super important to me. We're just going to eat turkey and watch all the Thanksgiving episodes of Friends, the show. I mentioned this to another co-worker and this lady overheard It was her turn to be in the office and on call for the holiday. She couldn't find anyone to cover her shift, so she basically begged me to cover for her. I liked my plans, so I said no. She finally offered me money. Well, if The Simpsons has taught me anything, it's that money can be exchanged for goods and services. So we haggled and agreed. She would take my New Year's Eve shift and give me a couple hundred dollars to cover her from Thursday to Sunday. Win-win, I thought. Two days later, my boss came over and asked me if I wanted to change the schedule as I had agreed. And I asked why he was getting involved as we usually just handled it amongst ourselves. And he said that he had gotten a complaint that I'd extorted money out of a co-worker for covering their shift. He said that while it wasn't against company policy, it was frowned upon. I said that I understood and that no money had changed hands and that no, I didn't want to change shift. My boss was promoted from the ranks, so he knew the score. He knows how we trade shifts. So he's cool. The coworker, not so much. She started really bugging, saying that she had already told her parents and her family that they'd be going to the holidays and that they were being the, this person is now being the a-hole for not covering like they said that they would. And so they said that someone went to the boss, reported the deal, so they weren't able to follow through and because they weren't interested in getting in trouble. So she said that, She said that I could do it for free To which they declined And said that She would pay them more than what they agreed on Declined again They don't want no smoke And so now she's being all difficult And is being shut out of regular shift trading Because now everyone also knows that She tried to use the boss To get one over And so the question is Is she the Grinch For doing what she did or is the poster the Grinch for not following through on the deal?
1: No, you cannot. No. I mean, okay, first of all, like, we should not be trading shifts for money because what's the point? Like, why am I?
0: Literally, why are you paying someone to do your job? Like, I just, what?
1: Like, I'm confused. Also, y'all got y'all got money like that to just be paying each other <laughs> a couple hundred dollars for a shift? Yeah, no, not about that life. Uh, you know how there's that everybody sucks option? <laughs> on reddit (laughs) but
0: like the original poster isn't they didn't do anything wrong yeah
1: the original poster is not the grinch at all because they are completely in their right to keep their shift because they wanted to hang out with their friends that's totally fine now is the person who went and snitched a grinch yes definitely a grinch snitch
0: (laughs) The office has a system, and that's what the system is. It's
1: the culture. It's the whatever it is, right? We it's don't the law of supply product. and
0: demand. It is what we handle it in-house. We trade what we need to trade, and it happens, and we make it work. You don't get to manipulate it in your favor and then get mad because now no one wants to be a part of your system. selfish little game.
1: Right. Yes, that that's the part, right? And then the fact that the poster had said, you know, she doesn't like to do, like, the bribes, but she will. Like, okay, so now you're going to stand on principle for this one time and try to bring Mm. the boss into it. So when you get iced out, like, sorry, you went against the, you went against code. Like, ugh, I love Ness. We had the
0: rules and you said, no, thank you.
1: I love Ness in Marie Kondo Mm. style. (laughs) Okay, this one's kind of interesting. Am I the Grinch for saying I won't kid swap over our Christmas holiday? I, 32 female, have a brother Charlie, 38 male, who has a girlfriend Claire, 35 female. Claire has a daughter, Ruby, who has additional needs. This becomes relevant to the rest of the story. And I have a daughter, B, age four. We are all, along with mine and Charles's parents, going to be on a family holiday over Christmas. Claire was originally not bringing Ruby as she was meant to be staying with her father, so Ruby was supposed to stay with her dad. but her dad is a flake and cancelled, so Claire is now bringing her. For some context, Claire loves my daughter, which is great. She will volunteer to babysit her, which I don't need babysitting because I'm a stay-at-home mom and my mom is nearby for emergencies. And whenever we see her at events, she always wants to play with B. B loves her and it's nice to see, but it is noticeable how she will spend a whole afternoon fussing over B, even when me and my husband are perfectly capable of looking after her. But again, she's great and we don't mind. A couple of days ago, Claire and I were texting about what to pack for the trip as I was lending her some clothes. During this, I sent her a picture of what I was packing for B to give her some idea of what Ruby would need, and Claire said she was really looking forward to seeing She then suggested for a couple of days during the holiday, we do a kid swap, where we babysit each other's kids for the day. I was immediately not keen on this, on this idea, as I have only met Ruby twice, and I know nothing about her needs or how to properly look after her. Also, I come on holiday to spend time with my child, not farm her out to other people. I skirted around the issue, saying we could definitely do things together, but Claire kept pushing me to agree. She wanted her and Charles to take B for a day to go ice skating. This back and forth went on for a while and I finally said no, I'm not letting you borrow my child, you already have one. Claire said I was being unfair and that she deserves a break and to have an enjoyable holiday too. She then said she didn't want to borrow my clothes anymore and stopped texting me. Charles, the brother, is now saying that she's very hurt and I won't let her take B out and that Claire adores her. I said that's not the point. I'm not comfortable caring for Ruby on my own. And frankly, I find it a bit odd that Claire's idea of a break from parenting involves my child. Charles says I'm massively over-dramatizing and that babysitting Ruby for a few hours doesn't need a degree and I should just help Claire out. Now I'm wondering if he's right. Am I the a-hole for saying I won't kid swap?
0: First of all, what a weird concept. I hate this term, kid swap. Like, why, why does
1: it swapping feel weird? Why our children?
0: <laughs> I don't like it.
1: It's not sitting well with my soul, is what I will say.
0: But also, no, you are not the Grinch for... I don't even think it's, like, a needs thing. You know, if I don't want to watch your kid, I don't want to watch your kid. Like...
1: No, and if I'm, like, perfectly capable of watching my own child, like...
0: <laughs> You're out here offering a service I didn't even ask for.
1: Right, right. It's, like, it's a little... I don't know. It's a little strange. Like it's not.
0: You're like projecting right. your needs onto me, which is not my need.
1: Right, and that's what I felt like. So people are in the comments like she's clearly, you know, unhappy that she has a child with needs, and
0: I don't know about like unhappy. Does she need a break? Yes, it sounds yes. like.
1: Okay, yeah, maybe not. Unhappy, unhappy
0: is a little yeah. like ugh, okay, but I understand. Like children are difficult. Right additional needs just make it more More. complex and so i'm sure she does need a break but i think it's one thing to just ask for a break and it's another to like kind of manipulate your way into a break and this felt more like it was manipulating your way into a break as opposed to just being like it's just tough out here is there anything that we can do to also why are we exchanging kids is the part that i'm like if you need a break take a break
1: well, that's why everyone was saying it was weird. It was like, so you're taking a break with someone else's kid. Like, if you need a break, like... Take a break! Yeah, maybe they can watch your child in addition to their own child. Like, we don't have to swap. I thought. I think the thing that, like, didn't sit well with me was like, oh, we want to take your daughter ice skating. Like, take your daughter ice skating, too. <laughs> like, I'm confused, you know? I don't know. The whole thing is
0: <laughs> There were some flags being raised out here.
1: Anyway, so the poster is not the Grinch.
0: Not at all. I wouldn't really say anyone's the Grinch.
1: I would say I think the second mom needs therapy, some counseling, a break, some help, anything.
0: Okay, this one is about Thanksgiving, Ooh. which, again, my favorite holiday. still part of the holiday season. So this person's birthday is on November 25th, which means that there are definitely years where the birthday falls on or right around the Thanksgiving holiday. Whenever this happened, my parents would just mix my birthday and the holiday, and no one in my family mind it. Celebrating with my friends usually had to wait until the following weekend. My fiance, Tiffany, knows all about this. Last year, we moved in together and started to celebrate holidays together. She wanted to have Thanksgiving at her parents' last year, but my birthday was also on Thanksgiving. Tiffany has this tradition with her mom, aunt, and cousin that they go to the closest city to do holiday shopping and have a girls' weekend the weekend after Thanksgiving. I agree that we'd spend Thanksgiving with her family, no birthday dinner until the following Monday since we'd be at her parents, and it was up to them how it was handled. She could do her weekend, but this year we'd celebrate with my parents. Tiffany was all on board with this compromise. The plan has changed a bit. Her family wanted us to go to their house again and see my family before or after, but we said no because my family lives almost four hours away. We offered to have Thanksgiving dinner at our house this year. Both families agreed. Tiffany and I agreed that we would do as my family did. We would mix my birthday dinner with Thanksgiving since my birthday is the day after Thanksgiving this year. This way, I can celebrate with my family since they'd already be in town, no dealing with the Friday crowds, and Tiffany could still do her yearly girls weekend with her family. My mom loved the idea and offered to come a day early to help us cook and add some of the favorite things to the venue and make a cake instead of some extra pies. We added nachos, sushi, and a cake to the menu and took away some of the traditional Turkey Day stuff so it wouldn't be like an insane amount of food. The staples are still there. We sent a list of what we'd be serving to her family so they would know. And her parents asked why there was party food at a holiday dinner. We explained the situation and they raised a stink and said that Thanksgiving isn't about me or an appropriate time or place for a birthday. Tiffany is starting to agree with her family and thinks they're right. The holiday should be about family and not making part of the holiday about me since my birthday is the following day and we should just celebrate my birthday the following week like last year. My view, as I've told her, I agree but I can't help when I was born. With us being a couple and getting married means that we are going to have to find a way to handle this that works for the two of us and not everyone else. And Tiffany and her parents are insisting it's a traditional Thanksgiving dinner. I told her that I'm getting some additional perspectives. So they're trying to figure out, are they the Grinch?
1: Tiffany's family or the poster? The poster. No.
0: Not even a little bit.
1: Not even a little. Like they are clearly, again, they already said- I didn't choose to be born this week. And it seems like they have a system in place. They do the things. Now, because Tiffany's family wants to change everything, you know, and then now it's not convenient to them, we already moved things around because you said that you were doing these things. So, like, right? That's what happened.
0: They made the original compromise around the birthday being on Thanksgiving because of the family. And there's already a lot of compromises being made. And then I guess... Then her family was like, but, like, it's Thanksgiving, so could we just have, like, Thanksgiving food? Which I do, like, because there are, I will I I will say I understand because, like, there are certain foods that I only eat on the holidays. But I think in those particular cases, A, given the context, and B, if it really bothers me that much, I would offer to, like, make it either, like, the way that the mom is coming a day early to help make some of these additional foods. Okay, then come a little bit early or bring the food already made, like, if it's just so pressing that you want certain things. But... Ultimately, again, their birthday is on here and no one can do, the holidays are already hard enough right. trying to navigate all these different families right. and then people are only in town for certain weekends. You got this whole weekend plan with your family and so now you're trying to like make other people move their birthday stuff. So like you got your weekend. I am i don't know. And I get relationships aren't always, well, you got you what you wanted, so I'm going to get what I wanted. But like, come on now. There should be a little bit of give and take.
1: Yeah, and it's not. That's the thing. It seems like Original Poster, you know, had, I guess, you know, like a really nice upbringing that their family was really intentional about, like, this is your birthday. Like, it's a separate thing. Like, Isaac is a January baby, and he says that, you know, it always was like Christmas and birthday were together. Just, like, that's how it was. You know, it wasn't two separate days. So, yeah, no, not the Grinch.
0: I don't know. For me, birthdays are just also really important, so...
1: Yes, uh, I agree.
0: Not the Grinch. I agree with you.
1: Okay, am I the Grinch for asking my daughter to come to our house for Christmas? My husband, 58 male, and I, 56 female, host all of our kids and their families for the holiday season. This has been so since they moved away for different reasons, and we use this as a way to bond with them and for them to see each other. My sons, Jack, 32 male, and Harry, 35 male, visit us every year, and we have a great time together. My daughter, Alice, 31F, lives about an hour away from us by plane with her family. Her family includes her wife, Vanessa, and their two kids, a six-year-old son and a four-year-old daughter. They come to visit us on my husband's birthday or mine if they can. They've never been with us for the holidays since they got together 10 years ago. The reason for this is because Vanessa is a surgeon and she always has to work, including the holidays. This year, I again invited them and Alice declined the invitation for this very same reason as every year. I suggested that the kids were now older and maybe Alice, her daughter, could fly out alone and with them and stay with us for a couple of days while Vanessa kept on with her work. Alice told me no, there was no way she would spend the holidays away from her wife. I told her how her kids were missing out on the chance to spend time with their cousins and I'm sure they'd have fun if they came over. She told me they already planned to spend time with Vanessa's family because they live in the same city. I may be an a-hole because I again told her it wouldn't hurt if she came over just for a few days and I said that I was sure Vanessa could handle that. She got mad at me this time and said she honestly only wanted to be with Vanessa and the kids and that they used this time to bond together as a family. She also called me pushy and selfish for not understanding where she's coming from and said I was being unreasonable by asking her to abandon her wife during the holidays. My husband and Jack are on my side, but Harry, one of the other sons, thinks that we went too far with the insisting. So, am I the Grinch?
0: Uh, yeah. Yeah. I would say so. I just- I do understand wanting to see your family during the holidays. I really do. But I don't know. It seems, it does seem, I don't Something didn't sit right with me about the like, Oh, just like leave your wife there and come yes. and celebrate with us. Yes. That's the part that I was like, mm, that's not quite right. Something's not right there.
1: Like they're a family unit. Yeah. So some people in the comments were talking like, mm, this sounds like a little, I wouldn't go this far, but maybe this might be some homophobia. <laughs> like you haven't really fully worked through your daughter having a partner and like, and then some people were like, would you be, what did they say? Like, would you be okay with your son coming without their wife?
0: I don't know if it, I don't know. It also has been 10 years though.
1: Like she never, She like she hasn't come. Like, so why is she going to come all of a sudden now?
0: And also, I would also say, because like they, if I'm not mistaken, they mentioned that she comes for other holidays.
1: She comes for birthdays. Like, it seems like her family has kind of established that, mom and dad's birthday is the time when they come to see them also not gonna lie that sounds like a lot of people in the house (laughs) like
0: getting the holidays just are hard sometimes yeah i don't know i would say the poster is definitely the grinch here
1: a grinch grinchy grinch
0: like it's just i don't know it's not about logistics they probably know they were raised in that house they know whether there is or is not space but i i just can't imagine leaving my partner on uh, the
1: holidays,
0: for the holiday, like that's the part. And like, even if they're working, at some point they will be not working.
1: Yeah, they will be home, and it like would be sure. sad for them yeah. to come
0: home to an empty home because we left them.
1: Yeah. Yep.
0: Mm-mm. The people who okay. agree with you, not aggressively, the Grinch, but like, it's okay. Mm. Don't do that again anymore.
1: Like side eye, side eye Grinch.
0: <laughs> Please stop doing this. Okay, next one. I, a thirty-year-old female, met my boyfriend, thirty-year-old male. Three years ago. It's always interesting when they add their ages and then it's not relevant to the story, but because it's, not, it's not this time. It definitely is not. But anyways, before me, he was together with his high school sweetheart. They fell out of love and broke up. A year later, we started dating. His mom, however, was still heartbroken about it. I was very understanding and thought she needed to get to know me. The ex basically grew up with them and they saw her as part of the family. For the first year of the relationship, the mom would call me the ex's name until the boyfriend got angry once and told her to be nice. She laughed it off and said it was just a habit. After that, she started calling me the wrong name. I corrected her a couple of times, but she seemed to enjoy hurting me, so I ignored it later. (laughs) My, My boyfriend has two sisters, and a couple of weeks before Thanksgiving, we were invited to a barbecue at the older sister's house. I was in the kitchen with my boyfriend's moms, the sisters, and one of their husbands. The older sister then talked about how my boyfriend praised my cooking to her husband. And the mom was listening. She then said out loud, sure, why don't we let Janet make the turkey this year? Janet is the fake name. It's not her real name.
1: Oh, Janet.
0: It's actually the name of the previous girlfriend, not the fake name. It's the previous girlfriend. The sisters giggled and looked at each other. And I said, that's a great idea. I didn't tell my boyfriend what happened. So on Thanksgiving, we went to the mom's house with the usual wine and dessert. She was shocked. Everybody was shocked. I said, what? I thought Janet was bringing the turkey. There was yelling, crying, and then and then we got kicked out. My boyfriend's so angry with me and he hasn't talked to me since. I think it's over, the relationship. But I don't think I did any, anything wrong. Am I the Grinch?
1: Not at all, sweetie. And I th- I think if I were to ever leave anyone, like, that's how, that's how I'd want it to be. <laughs> like, it was, it was very much that scene from The Help <laughs> with the pie.
0: <laughs> I just, you gonna learn to say the right name. And I guess maybe he felt because he had gotten mad at his mom once that.
1: It was enough? No, that's not. He enough. had done
0: his part. And it's just like, no, she didn't stop with the very rude condescending behavior maybe it's a little petty but like
1: no that's the exact level of petty i aspire to be in all situations
0: i'm not i mean i'm not saying she's a grinch but i do also acknowledge that there are other healthy ways to handle a situation but also i'm gonna need the mom to get it together because why are you like this they broke up it's done it's over move on everyone else has moved on move on
1: There's been so many red flags. That was already, that was never going to be a happy relationship. Like, number one thing, you got to get along with your future mother-in-law, for real. Like, I see all these things on TikTok about mothers-in-laws and not getting along. Like, nope, nope, not going to do it. Can't not. Okay, last one. Am I the Grinch for not wanting to spend New Year's Eve with my husband's kids? (laughs) Here's the situation. My partner and I have been together for three years. We both have demanding jobs and are usually pretty busy, so we try to make the most of our time together when we're not working. This year, my husband's ex-wife asked if we could have the kids for Christmas. We agreed, thinking it would be a nice way to spend the holiday and give the kids a chance to spend time with their dad and for them to warm up to me. I'm a man and his ex-wife is only recently warming up to him dating me, so this is progress. While Christmas was a bit of a mixed bag, the kids were grateful and seemed to enjoy spending time with us, but they also fought a lot and made a mess of my office. It was really stressful trying to keep them from arguing and they seemed to be constantly bickering with each other over who got what toy and who is eating what food. Now, my husband's ex-wife has asked if we can have the kids again for New Year's Eve. My husband wants to say yes, but I'm not really interested. I feel like we've already put in a lot of effort for Christmas, and I don't want to spend another holiday with the kids, especially if it's going to involve a lot of fighting and stress. I've tried explaining this to my husband, but he just says that it's not fair to the kids and that we should be more understanding. He also thinks that the kids have been so accepting of me, so we should have them around for New Year's Eve as well. I feel like I'm being selfish, but I also don't want to spend another holiday with the kids if it's going to be as stressful as Christmas was. Am I the Grinch for not wanting to spend New Year's Eve with my husband's kids?
0: So let me just clarify the kid's bad.
1: That's what it sounds like. It just sounds like they're a little active.
0: (laughs) And, but it also sounds like he has. The husband is not taking a super active role Mm
1: -hmm, mm -hmm.
0: in managing his kids. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: No, you're not the Grinch because, of course, it's cute for him. Right. He gets to have his kids over and you got to take care of them. They run around creation doing whatever they want to do. No, not the Grinch. I'm sorry. I ain't watching nobody else's kids. And then they gonna be they gonna be bad on top of that? <laughs> no. Mm Could not be me.
1: So Reddit disagrees with you. Reddit thinks that he is the Grinch. But and I'm I'm gonna say this. So I, I also was like, No, you were like not in the wrong for this. It seems like you guys already don't really spend time together. Like if the kids are only just barely warming up to you, like clearly you don't have a relationship with them in any way, or not yet, right? So because Reddit, I think, was coming for him, he put in, like, an edit. So he says, Edit, I feel like I should clarify that I'm not involved with the kids and likely won't ever get too involved. He and his ex-wife are adamant that the kids know that they have one mother and one father, and they don't want me to have a parental role and for the kids to think that they have two dads. Okay, fair. Like, you and your partner are co- like, you and your ex-partner are co-parenting in whatever way. Whatever, right? But still, I'm, I'm sensing, like, it's not... I don't know. As the youth say, the math is not mathing. So then he has another edit. He says, edit. He has another separate home to meet the kids during the weekends because they don't want me involved with the children. Otherwise, he, uh, he meets them in their family home. They still celebrate Easter and other major holidays and family events as a family, meaning his partner, his ex-wife, and the kids, without me. His ex-wife is homophobic and is still coming to terms with his sexuality. Like, I, I feel like those just like- This whole situation was
0: homophobic
1: like this just, <laughs> it just sealed the deal that like no you are not the Grinch you are not in the wrong you need to find a better partner because it sounds like your partner still has a wife and it sounds like it you're a really that you did not ask for
0: <laughs> that's wild oh my god all of those edits just made it worse I was already thinking that they weren't the Grinch and then all this craziness was happening absolutely not I cannot he has another home for meeting the children no absolutely not
1: who else is, in the, who else is in meeting in that home that's just me being toxic what you had another wife in there too? Another husband?
0: <laughs> I have questions because I have questions. Mm-mm. Not the Grinch. Also, find another family. A family that <laughs> wants you around, first of all. <laughs> I cannot. I believe in I believe is... in
1: a healthy throuple and this is not it. You are a side.
0: <laughs> I got the nerve. I'm being sensitive. Wait, you have a whole family vacation home. Get away from me. Okay, I'm ready.
1: Hear it. Let's hear it.
0: This one was kind of, oh, I actually didn't have a solid answer on this one. My mom has a tradition every Christmas to get custom stockings of her grandchildren's names and hang those stockings near the fireplace. My wife and I have been together for three years. She has a son, my stepkid, from her former marriage. When she found out about the tradition that my mom has, she said that she expects my stepson to get his own custom stocking. I asked my mom and she said that she loves her step grandchild but does not feel comfortable yet to have a stocking of his name hang in her home. Apparently, my wife refused to drop it and has chosen it as the hill to die on, and even told me she would not be attending the Christmas party if my mom does not do it. We started arguing about it for days. I finally blew up and told her it was not reasonable for me or her to dictate how my mom decorates her home and what stockings she hangs. She started crying and called me blind for not seeing how my family are treating my stepson. I said, they love him, and a stocking isn't going to prove anything. She said she wouldn't go then, and I called her ridiculous for deciding. Not to go over something so trivial. We've been in conflict about it since then, and she's now refusing to speak even to me. Am I the Grinch for saying that it's ridiculous for her to decide not to go over some stockings? For additional context, the stepson is nine years old.
1: As someone who is a stepchild, who was always treated like a child, yes, they are the Grinch. And I know it seems trivial, but it's those, it's those holiday traditions that are being built. And like also having my nephew who's a stepchild and seeing him with both sides of the family. And like, I could not imagine my brother in law's family not accepting him as a grandchild or like, you know, like not having a stocking up for him or not giving him presents. Like as soon as he entered my brother in law's family, like he immediately became their nephew, their grandchild. And I would say the same thing happened with you know, his dad's new wife as well. Like my nephew talks about going over to his aunts and uncles on his dad's side and like spending time with his, you know, stepmom's family as well. And like everyone always making him feel welcome. I will say from my own experience, like always felt welcomed in my, you know, what would be considered like my step family. Like I consider like my step cousins, my cousins, you know, and my aunts and uncles, my aunts and uncles. So No, I think that they are being the Grinch. Like they're being the Grinch for not recognizing that something this small, like there's messaging behind that, right? Like the kid might be internalizing that. Like they are clearly you're married into your family now. So like, what's stopping them from being fully integrated into the family?
0: Married for three years.
1: Yes, like it's not even so. Which means, which means that this person, like this child, has not had a stocking up since they were six. When is when they would actually like kind of actively understand that they're step-cousins or their cousins have stockings and
0: they don't, you know? And what does that mean about me and my position in this family, my role in this family?
1: It kind of reminds me a little bit of the show This Is Us. I know this is like so off topic, but I don't know if you've ever seen it, but it's about a set of triplets, right? So it's a set of twins and their triplet actually died during childbirth. So they adopted a little boy who was...
0: A little black boy.
1: Yeah, who was abandoned at the firehouse. But whenever they would go to the house or like to their grandparents' house. The child, and this is a now an ad- adopted child, Randall, who's the black son, would be told like, okay, let's take pictures with the triplets. And then the grandma, their white grandma would be like, okay, just the twins now. <laughs> like what? No. So yeah, no, this mm-hmm. this person is absolutely the Grinch.
0: <laughs> I think it's just one of those things where it's just like, mm, okay, your mama ain't got to put up the stocking, but your wife also don't have to go to your mama's house. And at some point, yeah, y'all really are going to have to work it out because why are they not putting up the stocking? Like, what's really happening here?
1: Right. Like, at, at what point will they get a stocking? When will grandma be comfortable?
0: Because there's um, just like – I'm like, something else is going on here. But, yeah, you got to stand up for your folks.
1: That part, that's the thing too, right? Like, you can easily tell your mom that she needs to do the thing. Like – your wife should not I guess that's the that's the part that I'm at. Like your wife should not have to advocate for her son because this is also now your son. It is your stepson, right? Like you didn't marry into a family with no children. Like you married into this family and you now have essentially another person.
0: Now it would be different if this like this stepson never spent the holidays with them and this was the first time that it had right, happened. Right, like right. sure, maybe there's some context around it, but I don't know. If it's been three years, three holidays, and it just ain't happened yet, nah. Yep. I'm just saying. So, they're definitely the Grinch.
1: Grinch, Grinch, Grinch.
0: So, with that, it is time for our...
1: Rapid Fire Question!
0: What you got today?
1: Okay, my question might need... Well, actually, it might be on the top of your head. So, you are a movie connoisseur. (laughs) That's how you say it in French. Whatever. Anyway... What are six movies, so this is coming from Instagram because that seems to be a trending ad yours, what are six movies that a person could watch to get to know you, like, to know you and your personality and what you love? I already wrote mine down to give you time to write yours down if you need it.
0: So, like, I would make them watch this movie for why? Like, what am I trying to communicate?
1: Like, this is indicative of me. Like, you could watch these and you could understand either, like, my humor, you could understand what I... Nostalgic. I don't know, but it's just like, what would the th- the six movies be that you would tell somebody that if they wanted to get to know you, like these are your six.
0: Interesting. Okay. Well, yes, definitely do your six.
1: Yeah, I'll give you some time. Okay. Number one, Selena. Anything for Selena's is like my why movie. What? I <laughs>
0: am not saying that Selena's not a good movie. That's not what As the, the that question t- is. As
1: someone who's a, what do you mean? As a Texan, you should, like, this is your...
0: What is that? But you are not.
1: Okay, I don't know what it is, but I literally love this movie, okay? I grew up on this movie. So, Selena, number one. Number two, A League of Their Own. I do love me some Gina Davis and some Madonna. Number three, it's getting a little more problematic as it goes on. Bring It On, All or Nothing. Not the original Bring It On, which I also do enjoy. That is one of my favorites. But All or Nothing, specifically when Hayden Panettiere and Solange are in Crenshaw... (laughs) Number four, she's the man. I love Amanda Bynes. She deserves better. (laughs) Number five, Elf. Love Elf. That's my favorite Christmas movie. I don't even like Will Ferrell like that, but I will watch Elf every single Christmas. And lastly, Crazy Rich Asians, because it's the movie that keeps on giving.
0: so interesting. I mean, I don't know. Selena did not make any sense.
1: What? It makes perfect sense. What doesn't make sense about it? What does that say about you? I just literally love Selena.
0: I cannot. We clearly misunderstood the assignment. If I could just say six movies I like, then.
1: (laughs) Oh, oh, I mean, I guess I could see what you're saying. No, no, I don't see what you're saying.
0: Because uh, I understood the question of, like, I would curate these movies to tell someone about me as a person.
1: Oh, I was thinking, like, I would curate these movies because, like, I really like these movies. And these are, like, the six I would watch (laughs) as comfort movies. Like, these are my comfort movies.
0: Yeah, we clearly misinterpreted, or not misinterpreted, we interpreted the assignment differently. I want
1: your curation one, though. No, I like that one. Give me your curation. Go. Interstellar. Okay. (laughs) Just kidding. So,
0: first of all, that would be (laughs) stressful. It it wouldn't be on my list. That's how you would send me spiraling. My movies, in no particular order, because I did not come as prepared. So, I can't be like this is number one. But one of them would definitely be Mean Girls. Because I really think that that would explain no small part of, like, my sarcasm and sense of humor.
1: And everyone says that you're a jungle freak who's a less hot version of me.
0: Homeschooled jungle freak.
1: Homeschooled jungle freak who's a less hot version of me.
0: I think, rather childishly, my next one would be Rio. Because that was definitely the movie that, like, inspired me to learn more about Brazil. And then was like... Was it? Yeah, I watched that movie and was like, I wonder if, re- like, Brazil's really like that. And then started learning about Brazil. And, like, irrespective of the movie, I was just like, I just really want to go here now. Like, I just... Now, mind you, I do research about places all the time. So, like... True, true. Brazil really stood out. And I just kept coming back to it. Spent a whole two years learning a language. So. Okay,
1: so then I would say in the same way that you picked Rio, that is why I picked Selena. And I think it's also why I'm fluent in Spanish. And I think I, like, understood, like, that whole, like, she has this whole, like, Mexican-American identity crisis during the show or during the movie. In the same way that I, like, growing up as, like, a Japanese-American, Tongan-American. I don't know. I felt like I connected with that. Like, you're not enough. But whatever.
0: Mm. Okay. I think my third movie would be Godzilla, King of Monsters. Because (laughs) I honestly think if, like, you know how Apple and Spotify do, like, your music count Unwrapped. at the end of yeah. yeah i think if someone was keeping track of movies i'd watch the most amount of times in my life i really think that one's gonna be up there
1: like do you find something new every time you watch it or do you like know and you're still surprised every time
0: <laughs> i wouldn't even say i'm surprised i just really enjoy it it's just something i don't know it's just something about it i just i just really I love that. enjoy that right. i can't explain i just do i really enjoy it's it's a genre of movie that I really enjoy and it just happens to be the pinnacle in my opinion of that genre of movie. I would also probably recommend that people watch Cats the 1999 movie of it.
1: The not James Corden.
0: <laughs> not the, not the James Corden. No no no. This is the musical adaptation of or like essentially it's just like broadway but recorded
1: ah i see i see okay okay with
0: some of like the original cast members so some of the original um uk cast members some of the original american cast members so like it's a little bit more nostalgic and true to the original cats
1: got it yeah because after we watched that first that new one i was like is the show always this chaotic and you're like that was exactly it but also not really
0: (laughs) that movie was trash yes just genuine trash I also think that I would recommend probably just on the spot. If you're just going to put me on the spot, it would probably be like Mad Money or Last Holiday, both of like those Queen Latifah movies.
1: Which one is Mad Money?
0: They work for the Feds and then they just steal a bunch of money.
1: That's not the one that she gets shot at the end, is it?
0: No. Oh, okay. it's an entirely different movie. I can't think of the name off the top of my head, but um, That's I can see it. In my, it's
1: from her younger. It's from the list.
0: '90s. That's why the can't holiday. I remember? what that movie is called set it off thank you that's what that one is and no that was not the movie that i was talking about what Um, so it'd be
1: and katie holmes
0: yes i don't know it's just such a cutely stupid movie i just enjoy it um so it'd be one of those two movies just because you know i really i just enjoy the vibes of the movie i think the last one that i would pick would probably be the hobbit the battle of five armies
1: which number is that
0: That's, like, the, I don't know, it was the sixth Peter Jackson movie, but in, like, terms of chronological order of the movies, like, Mm -hmm. in the storytelling, it's the third movie. Oh, okay. But also just a movie that, like, represents a genre that I just really enjoy. And, I mean, I enjoy The Lord of the Rings just, like, generally speaking as, like, an entire thing. I just really like... (laughs) World building. World building. And Lord of the Rings has really good world building, so... And that movie I just happened to really enjoy. Okay, I did it.
1: I don't understand how yours was a better curation than mine. Like, I feel like mine was the same exact thing in terms of, like, my sense of humor. I really like sports movies and Christmas movies and Selena.
0: (laughs) I think it was really just the Selena one. The rest were fine. I just didn't know how you opened with Selena. It just didn't.
1: That is, like, literally my favorite movie. If you ask anyone, like, anytime that's on TV, I'm watching it every time. Okay, what was your question today? That was a really long
0: rapid fire question. Sorry. When you meet a new person, do you like to talk about yourself or do you prefer to let them talk?
1: I prefer to let them talk. And I think I do that because, and I didn't realize I was doing it, but I do it because I like to connect with them. Like if I end up, you know, becoming friends with them, then I like to like reference it. So I actually had someone bring up like, oh, you have a really good memory. And I was like, no, like you, like you just told me that, like (laughs) the last time we had seen each other and they're like, oh, I like, I don't even remember like telling you that. So I'm like, yeah. So I think that's why I do it is because like I try to find like connections and like where I can I don't know, connect, I guess. What about you?
0: I am a good listener. Don't get me wrong. But I, I think I just like talking about myself.
1: Which is why we have a whole podcast.
0: And not in a bad way. But like also like there just has to be, there has to be two sides to every conversation. Someone has to be the talker. Someone has to be the listener. Mm-hmm. I play both roles well. Mm -hmm. but if given the opportunity i don't mind if you want me to talk about myself i will
1: i that's why i love
0: going to job interviews i knew it they're all they're just asking a bunch of questions about me
1: and you know who i who i know better than me nobody i know me
0: i know me well emma where can people find the podcast
1: You can find our podcast on Instagram and Facebook at the Tea with Crema. If you'd like to buy us a cup of tea, you can also Venmo us at the Tea with Crema. You can also stream our episodes on all of your favorite streaming platforms. We hope to see you next time. Bye. (laughs)